This is NEPM's Valley Voices Summer Shorts Podcast. I'm Matthew Dix from Newington, Connecticut, and this is my story, Shock and Awe. The reason I chose to tell this story was actually because it's my friend Shep's very favorite story of all time, and I've never actually told it on a stage before. I've been performing for 12 years, and I've told many, many stories, but I've sort of never gotten around to this one, and he's hassled me about it quite a bit, so it was thrilling to to finally be able to tell the story that my friend likes the best. I've performed in the Valley Voices Championship, I think, three times now, and I've been telling stories for, you know, a dozen years all over the world, really. So one of the things I sort of loved about that night was that a lot of the storytellers were pretty nervous. It was their first time in a big theater, and for some of them, they hadn't been doing it very long at all. And I was able to sort of sit with them and help them, give them some guidance. I remember when I was first starting to take the stage and tell stories some of those seasoned veterans of the storytelling circuit in New York City, they would help me. They'd talk about the particulars of a theater. They'd give me hints and ideas on how to handle an audience and things like that. So I'm happy to be able to pass it on whenever I can. And in those big championship moments or those big theaters that sort of overwhelm novice storytellers, I'm able to be helpful and I love passing that on. But it was a wonderful night. I love that theater. The Academy of Music is fantastic. It's always an honor to stand on that stage. I've performed there for The Moth as well. And every time I'm there, it's just beautiful and welcoming. And the audiences are always fantastic. So it's just a great time. And Valley Voices has been a real joy for me. Standing in front of a sink in my kitchen, a beautifully blessedly, miraculously empty sink. It's the fall of 2003. I'm 32 years old. I'm living alone for the very first time in my life. My wife and I have separated. We're on our way to the most amicable divorce you've ever seen in your life. She's a mile down the road in a house, and I am in this cruddy apartment looking at this sink. I cannot believe that it's empty. But I have put the idea that pots have to, have to soak overnight behind me. That ridiculous notion that you cannot wash a pot when you're done cooking is gone from my life, and I will never have another dirty pot in my sink. On my table, there is a book. I put that book down four days ago, and it's still there, open to the page that I left it on. When you live alone, stuff stays wherever you put it down. Never again will I have dinner across the table from someone who wants to tell me all of their problems but not receive any solutions in return. I get, to, I get a problem-free dinner. It's incredible. And on the other side of the room, there's a futon. Two nights ago, I watched The Simpsons twice, the same episode, the Camp Krusty episode, the first time for entertainment purposes and the second time to deconstruct it. Not because I'm a, a TV writer or a movie writer or a, a book novelist, none of those things, or even a performer. I've done none of those things, but I'm pretending and I'm failing, but I'm failing with no one noticing, and it's amazing. My friends are jealous. They tell me I should walk around naked. I tried it, it does not work. Two problems. The first thing is you catch yourself in the mirror sometimes. It's as disturbing to you as it would be to anyone else who was in the house that time. And pants are good. You just, you don't want certain things sort of flying around. Like, you catch your shin on a coffee table, that's one thing, but there's just parts that should not get caught on a coffee table. So I like pants, they're working out well for me. Not everything is great. My, 
I don't have a shower curtain, so when I take a shower, the whole bathroom takes a shower with me. I don't have a second set of sheets, so I don't know when or how or if I will ever change the sheets on the bed, but it's going well. So it's Saturday morning, and I'm listening to ESPN Sports Center, and I'm setting up my computer, which in 2003 is a thing. Like, it's a computer. Like, the monitor's the size of a watermelon. The tower is appropriately named. It's like as tall as a toddler and weighs nine toddlers worth. And there's 19 feet of cable, and I've got one of those desks with the circles and the holes. So I'm under the desk, and I'm running all the cords so that I can plug everything in, and the DSL and the modem, and I don't have enough hands. So I take one of the cords, I put it between my teeth. The first thing I notice is that archery is on ESPN which never should happen on a Saturday morning in the fall. And so I open my eyes, but they won't open. They're stuck shut. And when I wipe them away, and I can see again, there's blood on my hands. And then I have a blinding headache. And so I get up and I go to the tub without the shower curtain and I wash my head off. And when I look in the mirror, I have a gash across my forehead, like someone's hit me with a shovel. And it takes me a couple minutes to put it together, but then I understand what's happened. That cord I put in my teeth was live, so I electrocuted myself. But then I shot up, and the cord fell out of my mouth, saving my life, but my head hit the desk, split my head open, and knocked me out for four hours. And so I'm looking at myself in the mirror, and for the first time in my life, I sort of don't have anyone to turn to and say, is this stitches, or is this a Band-Aid? Do we call an ambulance? Do I have a concussion? And if I do, do I just ride it out? Like, I don't know what to do. And there's always been someone to turn to. And then it occurs to me, I've been alone for six days. And I almost died once already. Like, what else could kill me? A grape could put me in the hospital or worse. It's dangerous to live alone. But the worst thing, even worse than possible death, is that I have been alone for six days, and the sink is empty, and there is a book on the table turned to the page I left it on, and I can watch The Simpsons as much as I want, and it's not a problem, but now I'm thinking it's a problem. Because I've been alone for six days, and I'm already lonely. I'm already feeling like this place of my own. I don't want it to be a place of my own anymore. Living alone, I quickly realize, is a very hard thing. And it's not a happy thing. And it's been six days. And I know I have many, many days to go. Thank you. That was Matthew Dix with his story of shock and awe. I'm Katie Wright. I'm the producer of our Valley Voices podcast. And even though we're still in summer short season, fall is approaching along with NEPM's Valley Voices Story Slam Season 9. We're collecting stories to consider for our first slam at the Marigold Theater in East Hampton. The theme is going to be who done it? If you've got a good one, definitely let us know. All the details on how to audition are on our website, nepm.org. 
But don't worry, there's plenty of summer left, so I will see you next week with another Summer Shorts podcast.